What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Welcome back to another beautiful episode of Organization 2. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Kilomes, Kilomes, Kill, Jeffrey the Frog. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey the Frog's a nice Jeffrey one. Jeffrey the Frog was a pretty good one. I thought I was I was pretty happy with that. Why not Jeff the Shark? Um, you know, I'm just not a shark person. Can we then jump the shark? We could jump the shark, though, yes. 100%. Also, I am Sando. You guys know me. Welcome back, everybody. Um, if you don't know me, you now know me. I am Jeff the Shark. He's Jeff the Shark. I'm Jeffrey. The crap, I forgot what animal I frog. said. Frog. Um. <laughs> Otherwise, you are a frog now. There we go. I have a frog in my throat. Anyway, this is the podcast oh. all about Kingdom Hearts. All four Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts. Um, it is our favorite game series. We've talked in the past about why we love it so much and everything about that. Also on the side, Kingdom Hearts. And uh, we also like to talk about Union Cross. We're sorry this is coming a little bit late. This is usually out by now. Um, we're recording, and then we record and then post it the instant it gets done. Also, daylight savings happened over the weekend, yeah, and we didn't realize it. definitely did not help anything today. I've been recovering from my own stupid mistakes the past couple days. Yeah. So anyway, with that all being said, we've got a timer running for once. So that way we can actually pay attention to how much time these things take instead of guesstimating. Nah, it's no fun though. All the fun. And uh, we're going to uh, go over the stuff like normal. So first is Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key stuff. And then we'll get into the main article, which is the title for today. Uh, 30 things about Kingdom Hearts that make no sense. Question um, of course, mark? it doesn't have the question mark, but we're questioning it and the validity of the author. Uh, no, this this article that we're going to be talking about was found like a month and a half ago. Yeah, we found it like a month and a half ago, and then all the Nomura stuff came out, so we had to cover it, and so it just kept getting pushed onto the backlog for us. So if you if you know anything of the series, these will of course make no sense as to why they were written like this, but eh, we're gonna have fun. It with makes it a little bit of sense, but we're still gonna destroy it because I think if you know the series well enough especially to the point that you're listening to a podcast about it um you're gonna you're gonna be sitting there like us and being like nani uh so but that all being said um the vip this week for unchained key um you get a trumpet avatar part and 1400 jewels um no no and in my opinion i always think that vip is worth it just alone for the fact that you get third uh 4400 jewels that alone, in my opinion, makes it worth the $15 if you can spare it. Mm -hmm. um, but in addition to that, they have Ansem again. So if you already have a couple Ansems and you need to get your traits, uh, now's a great time to do it. Same with the Sora EX and the Riku EX Plus. Yep. Uh, continue getting those good traits on them and stuff like that. Uh, now, remember, strength and defense do not stack. So get only one of them if you're looking to do that. They don't stack as much. Um then they're also doing a draw event, and so you get seven draw tickets for a VIP quest this week, which is pretty cool, I thought. Um, then the weekly raid for this week is the, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, I don't know. It doesn't have a name, but it's a, it's the giant heart one that they did around Valentine's Day. Yeah, the dessert thing. The dessert the dessert one, yeah. And, again, back. and again, again, with raid, you do enough stuff. You get a bunch of stuff. Yeah, this one will give you a um, magic brooms emblem for your uh, pet. Ooh, so that's pretty cool. A magic uh, Wait, magic broom spirit part. My bad. You're telling me Zoidberg can have a a balloon? Yes, Zoidberg can have a balloon, buddy. I forgot my name was Zoidberg, and I said that on the the spot just to be funny, and then I checked it, and it is Zoidberg. <laughs> it didn't surprise me on that one. Um, also, since they're getting rid of 
the uh, they're getting rid of the uh, draw tickets. They're doing uh, five blue fairies, which is, you're getting two eight uh, super attack fairies, two seven super attack fairies, and one six super attack fairy. Which I'm okay. To help you upgrade the super attack of your metals. Mm-hmm. And then they're also doing the supernova deal, where um, you will get either a Kyrie or a Xion within five pools, both of which are great. And if you have yes. the time and the money or the effort to put in grind out those jewels go for those both of those are amazing i think Kyrie's more versatile especially with the birth by sleep trio being so prevalent right now in the game i also agree uh my my current setup for that is my uh Kyrie is usually my starter for all of my keyblade setups and my Xion is double strike which is yeah. really evil uh, and if you can get a Kyrie with the double strike on it oh you are set you are Perfect, because she'll double debuff to getting everything to be minus 15, um, which is great. And then the last thing is that they're doing a um, the Figaro mask for Avatar parts and stuff like that. That's the last thing, and that's for ranking rewards and stuff. I mean, it's just like a little like cat mask. Also, I've, I found something on their Twitter the other uh, week or so, because a lot of people were having issues with the raid. Once you get to uh, level 100 of the raid you're supposed to get a um, item. You're supposed to get a, a medal. And it wasn't working for some people. So they sh- you, if you had gotten to level 100 on the raid from last week, you should have already gotten your um, reward for that, which was uh, Supernova plus Sephiroth. Oh. So basically, from what I understand, because I've never gone up to level 100 on the raid, if you get up that high, you automatically get a super medal, basically. That's awesome. Which is... a going to be a pain because i think the highs i've gotten on myself without like really needing help for the weekly raid is like 35 or something like that yeah i'm I'm around there too um i mean i still die and have to do more like people i don't need help but people think i need help i usually have to tell my party hey don't if you see a raid request from me don't jump in i've got it i'm just grinding out um but anyway so that's that's the stuff that is new in khux i still think that um it's very well to go and do the pulls and stuff like that to do the vip i think it's well worth it um they also a couple days ago they still have don't forget to challenge the mysterious sir weekly raid event um because you get the mysterious sir keyblade and if you defeat um the level 99 you receive uh the kafka at the end of the event so i actually have to make sure i go and do that i i couldn't um yeah, it's that's the one with all the uh, the reverse medals, right? The last reverse. No, that was a different one. Oh, okay. Then I'll have to go try that out. Um, I haven't tried it. Also, it makes sense that Kefka is the reward because he is evil. Yeah, he is. I would say he's the worst. In in this in the fact of he's the best villain of Final Fantasies, but he is terrible. Yeah, he is. He's pretty bad. All right. Well, um, the only other thing in Kingdom Hearts news that's pretty interesting right now is I got this and uh, shoutouts to Pixels get me. Um, he sent me a thing about it, and then Sando also happened to see it as well. Uh, but the manga novels, uh, the light anime stuff, all that is coming back. So the light novels are coming back for Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, and it's basically going to be telling the story of Kingdom Hearts 3 through the manga, like they did with um, Chain of Memories 1 and 2, uh, which is pretty awesome. I don't know if they did anything other than that, but I believe this, those are this the just ones. is showing that they're coming back with an American adaptation or an English adaptation of it as well. Uh, no, it's, gonna, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. not it's all Japanese. But so somebody will translate it eventually. Yes, and um, it will hopefully one day make sad. it over to the States. 
but uh yeah, for right now i didn't read the article to tell you guys the truth uh, i was just i saw it and i was like oh that's cool i'm glad that they're doing that yeah for, for right. me it doesn't mean much because i'm not going to like i don't read them mm-hmm. um i haven't read any of the manga that had any of the kingdom hearts manga but i will say um, that the manga for uh kh2 was really nice yeah i'm sure they're good and everything like that but it, it yeah it'll get it'll get translated in no time so I would check your favorite manga sources online that you might use, like if you use Manga Panda or um, Manga Reader or anything like that. Uh, those are the two that I usually look at um, if I'm looking for uh, manga. But if you are looking for anything, it'll probably be up there within the next couple months. Once it, well, within a couple of months of it being written, because it was just announced that it's in the works so it'll be in a couple months for japan to get releases and, and there'll then... be another couple of months for us to start seeing it on these websites mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get the volumes in uh outside of japan but because i i have a physical copy of the first volume from cage to uh manga yeah which is all about uh tutorial town i mean uh twilight town. <laughs> all right well that all being said Let's go into this article. That's let's get into this article, and now um, it's another. It's, it's a, a bad it's article. A screen rant article. So just understand where it's coming from. And now we're we're not hating screen rant. We're hating this article. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say hating. I would say I, criticizing. I, I will say I'm going to criticize it because this person where they they talk about being a Kingdom Hearts fan from the t- you know from 2002. And they played it the first one and everything like that, um, which I, you know I respect and all that stuff. That's that's great. You know, I'm I'm glad that you enjoyed the series, uh, but the way it looks from just reading their little interest and everything like that, um, I don't know if they ever actually played the other games because when you read some of the things that are here, there definitely sounds like they didn't. Um, but. All being said, let's jump right on into it. So starting with number 30. Yes. The dude. fake Twilight Town has some big inconsistencies. Well, everybody that's a Kingdom Hearts fan is like, well, I mean, it depends on what you're calling an inconsistency. I feel like they wrapped up most of Data Twilight Town pretty well. Yeah. I mean, in, in the game, it says here are things that are mysterious and we don't know what's going on. But the kids are like, hey, it's a summer project. Let's go check it out. Exactly. And all those things were just like fake things that were going around and mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal. Um, But... So this goes here, and it's like one of the side missions is talking about the mysterious happenings around the town, as Sando said. And um, most of them are easily explained due to the fact that the whole of Roxas's Twilight Town is fake. There is one bit, though, that doesn't make sense, where you have to dodge the balls in the alleyway. Um, it wouldn't make sense for Nominate to make it a reality, and there's no explanation as to why or how they come out of the walls or anything like that. And literally, it, I mean, I hate to say this, because, like, the thing is, all of these, the seven wonders of Twilight Town were just for the project. So the fact that we had to do the thing with it, because like Pence walks up to Roxas and is like, what's going on? And Roxas is like, huh, what? I don't know. Like it didn't, there was no meaning to them. Like, I feel like you're picking at, at you're grasping at straws to find that your 30th there. thing. That wasn't there. Because like, there was no point to them. It was a mini game. Yeah, it was. It was a mini game, and, and like literally, I hate to say it because it's like, well, you're supposed to be explaining this through lore. No, literally, what it comes down to is this was this is a game. We love this game, but it is still ultimately a game, which means that there are things that are stupid that you have to do, like Ariel's link ability in Kingdom Hearts Three. It's just a mini game. 
and yeah, <laughs> see, yeah. I was okay with that one. I but, found that out. I found that out recently, and I was like, "Oof, that one's not too bad." But it's also like, if I if I'm remembering correctly, in Cage Two, when you have to go through and say, like, "Let's find out what the Seven Wonders are," Pence doesn't. They don't know what all of them are. They just know there is a someone in the haunted mansion. There is a train that goes by that no one ever sees, which is the train to Yen Sid. Yep. Which just then found out about that. There is um, the there's this mysterious bag that runs around by the lighthouse. There's uh, if you look in a certain uh, waterfall, you can see your reflection and it moves on its own, which was uh, anti Roxas. Yeah, or uh, what is it? Anti Sora, anti form. Yeah, it was supposed to be the anti um, form of Roxas. Yeah. There was a mysterious voice heard in the uh, tunnels, which was just VV training. Um, but to which they made that really creepy, but. It's it was really creepy. Then there's the balls that come out of the wall. That one was just something's weird about this alley. They yeah, that was something's weird about this alley, and they that was di- it. They didn't specify and if it was the balls last or, one or was not. The the guy doesn't know how to count as he walks down the stairs. There's twelve stairs going down, but thirteen when you go up. Oh yeah, for that one, I always skip that cutscene, so I never knew what it was. Yeah, I always skip it too. But it's just I don't know. I feel like that one's nitpicky. Um, I really feel like there's no real reason. Like yeah, they're right. It makes no sense that the to dodge the balls to get there, but like. Really, I think that Square Enix was just trying to make a fun little game for you to have to something to do as to you traverse learn. as you go down this this alleyway. So, also spoiler alert: there is a lot of nitpicking in this article. Yeah, there really is. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, gonna call so it out a lot. it's like this one right here. Uh, no one's concerned about the space whale. All right, yeah, because so it's monstro. This one, yeah, nobody was concerned because it's monstro. Everybody's like. So this person, they go on to say, if you ask me, the most confusing uh, world to get through was Monstro. Not only were the portals too similar to figure out which was which, which it really wasn't that difficult if you have any capability of keeping up with a map. Each room turns you around and changed your perspective. That's how doors work. Needless to say, (laughs) it was one of my least favorite places in the first game. Really? Did you ever play Tarzan? No, I love Tarzan. Screw no, you. Nope. <laughs> Tarzan was the best world. Tarzan was not the best world. It was better than Hollow Bastion. Look, Hollow Bastion was a mistake. I agree. But then when you have but to wonder, Tarzan. but then you have to wonder how on earth did Monstro become his own world? When Pinocchio's world was taken over, did he find a way to escape? It's like you have to understand, Monstro is the biggest whale. Also, did you never watch Pinocchio? Yeah, like Pinocchio, he was the world of Pinocchio. So like, yeah. I feel like there's a massive amount of nitpicking like, of how did Monstro get into space? How did a kid, a dog, and a duck get into space? Well, duck because he's magical. Dog. But I mean, like, you get what I'm saying. Like, dog because he can't find his son. Uh, doesn't have the son yet. Shh. Anyway, it's just, it comes down to this nitpickiness. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> it comes down to this nitpickiness. They're like, yeah, no one's concerned about a space whale because Monstro's not a space whale. Monstro is the world. Yeah. And, like, he was a part of it on his own. Now, if you play 3D, it makes things a little bit more concerning because you play the world... You play Pinocchio's world as it's still asleep, and since his world is asleep, Monstro didn't fall asleep. That's really all it came down to. And, I don't know, I feel like there's massive amounts of nitpickiness on that one because it's like, Monstro's just another world. I also feel like Monstro Monstro is the reason that Pinocchio and Jiminy exist because Monstro ate what left what was left of them and and took them to safety basically. Exactly, he took them out of that out of the uh, the possibility of falling asleep, whether he meant to or not. I mean, he's a whale. 
Yeah, he is. All right. So the next one, which is honestly, I don't know how this person missed this plot point. This is a pretty massive plot point in Kingdom Hearts 2 and is explained again in Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key as well as Kingdom Hearts 3. And we explained it ourselves because it was explained in the Kingdom Hearts 3 Ultima or yeah, the Ultimania. Ultimania. Um, Maleficent was forced to be reckoned with in the first game. Yes. Hmm, and somehow yeah. made an appearance in the sequel. Yes. Yes. The game gives no hint as to how this person arose. Okay, no. I want you to straight up, seriously, like, can you say you even played Kingdom Hearts 2? The first freaking scene where Sora is getting his clothes, his new clothes of the power, you see the three fairies and they go, yeah, it's what you get after Maleficent. And they all bump up and be like, do not say her name, do not remember her name, or she will come back. Yeah. It's in the storyline. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know how you missed that. Like it, it that's that's just one of those things of they explained it and you didn't even listen. They skipped the cutscenes. Like even then, you kind of get that, some clarification. Yeah, but like that cutscene was very open, very much like she was back because literally it was the lore of Maleficent from the movies and stuff. Of if you say her name, she'll come back because mm -hmm. that's how she had come back in Sleeping Beauty originally or something like that. Cause she had been defeated before, mm -hmm. but not to mention she was in the past and she got sent to the past after Sora kicked her butt. Now I will say if you've only played one and two that the fairies, uh, mentioning her name would be a big giveaway, but it's also the fact that when you do see her again in two, Pete's walking around doing stuff. And then all of a sudden Maleficent appears and Pete kind of knows stuff when Pete has never been shown up in cage two was the first appearance of Pete. Yeah. Yeah, it was, Which, but it's to me, that one, now to, I would understand me, they were like, why does Pete, what does Pete have to do? Mm -hmm. That would make so much more sense. But Maleficent, it's like, to me, it's, it's like, if some, told you how she came back, Pete was in old Disney, the bad guy, but he was also mm -hmm. the good friend of Mickey. Yeah. Um, there were more rivals than anything, but it was at that point. It's like, if Pete, who's never shown up in a Kingdom Hearts game before, suddenly shows up and knows stuff, something's got to be going on. He somehow needs to, has to know more stuff. And since he knows Maleficent, which was dis sure it was Disney, but like he had no interaction beforehand. You have to know. I would think you would have to infer something's going on. Yeah. Well, and and I think Pete knew something was going on in the first place. And plus, it's never said that we actually like killed her. True. Or anything like that from Kingdom Hearts 1. It just looked like we defeated her and she disappeared. She's a she's a witch. Mm -hmm. Like Bernard. She's a dragon. Rah. Like she easily could have just made herself seem like she had vanished, she, showing she I, couldn't beat Sora at that time. I will say she's not the best dragon that goes to Trogdor. Um uh, I mean Trogdor's pretty good, but I might give it to Mushu. Mm, Trogdor's burning Nate in the uh, villages though. <laughs> You're right, he is. If you understand that reference. I do I do understand <laughs> good that. Job That's for a you. good reference. All right. The next thing, uh, Riku sure changed sides quickly. Okay, this is going to be another one that I just... I'll let you go on this one. I feel like you really just don't seem to... I will say the artwork in these, it's, it's in good some of these are pretty yeah, good. They, they, they found really good artwork from DeviantArt, you know? Um, Probably not even that. <laughs> but, like, I sit there, and I'm, I'm just going to say straight up, and I, if, person, if you end up finding this podcast one day and want to come back at me and whatnot, you're more than welcome to contact me so we can sit down and have an actual proper talk about how to follow plot in video games. But that all being said, shots fired. This person doesn't understand how Kyrie has a desire to wake Kyrie up and, and that he blindly followed Maleficent. Okay, sweet. You said Kyrie. Like, you meant to say Riku. 
Riku's desire to wake up Kairi. No, you said Kairi twice. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, whatever. Anyway, Riku wanted to wake Kairi up, therefore, you know, yeah, um, yeah. follow Melissa. Thing is, the person goes, you have to ask why. Why does he view Sora's new friendship with Donald and Goofy as a betrayal? Uh, probably because he's 14. Yeah. I'm sorry. Kingdom Hearts has the most real aspect of high schoolers I've ever seen in my life. I teach high schoolers for a living, and literally, if one of them's hanging out with a new person, that person, the the original friend, goes, "I don't think they like me anymore." Why is that? Oh, they're hanging out with this person. Maybe they just want to hang out with that person because they have a class with them. No, they hated that person. I don't know why they're hanging out with them now. Like, you have to understand, Riku feels replaced. And it's not hard to figure out. Yeah. Okay, so we got that part cleared up. Now, certainly they had other goals, but out of Riku and Sora, Riku was always the more logical one. Not true, um, because the second he kind of started dipping towards darkness, all rationality left, um, which was in about 10 minutes of playing the series. I mean, he wanted to jump into this dark void. I don't know many 13 and 14 year olds that see a dark void pop up and go, ooh, let's jump right on in. And see, that was before they even left Destiny Island. That was, Yeah, exactly. That was in the first world, first hour of the game. Um, prone to thought rather than action. Uh, uh, eh. Again, I feel like you're really missing the fact that he's 14. <laughs> yeah, Sora was also... The, Sora was 13? Yeah, Sora was 13, so he... Also didn't understand what was going on, like, but was willing to. These guys work are for they're, they're they're middle school, high school kids. Um, and he's like, "Well, where? While I know that Maleficent's word held uh, some swoon over him, um, I can't help but think that there must have been some other magic that made Riku turn so quickly. Um, it wasn't even really her swoon; it was he had darkness innate in him, which is something that we found from birth by sleep when Terra talked to Riku, which is why he took a liking to him. He's like, ah, oh, he's going to need all the help he can get, but he has a strong heart and he wants to do what he can for his friends. So then, noticing that, she took advantage of the darkness that was there in his body and then used it to swoon him because now he has power to leave the home that he's wanted to leave. Yes. It's just continuity of the storyline and i don't know that's my i could go on and on about riku's story progression and please don't and sora's story progression and their character development but the thing is at the end of the day i i think that you just you're missing on the fact that riku had this desire to wake Kyrie up by any means necessary. And he didn't even know she was asleep because his first goal was get off the island. Yeah. His first goal was definitely get off the island. And guess what he did? He found a way to get off the island. So he left the island. Maleficent gave him a way. He left. He didn't know what was going to come through that. And thus she had control over him and fed him all these lies. Cause if you listen to her, what she says to him, she's like, he chose them over you. He wants to be with them. He doesn't want to come find you. And she'd pick perfect specific spots where he'd be talking to them and it would be talking about this stuff. And then literally she'd be like, there you have it. And then she's like, let's go. And then the next line, he's like, I can't wait to find Riku. So she was literally nitpicking and manipulating him. So why did he switch sides so fast? Because over the like seven hours that he was not with his friends, he was with somebody he thought he could trust who wasn't trustworthy. Yeah. And also he couldn't. None of them knew where Carrie was until Riku 
like fully went into was dark- already dark. Yeah, like, was was already taken over by Ansem Seeker of Darkness. Yeah. By then, it wasn't more of oh, I, I miss my friend. He had some sway over this too. It wasn't just Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent was used was being used by him as well. She- <laughs> This is a terrible thing for me to say, but Maleficent was eye candy. It's like, hey, look, I'm a dragon. If you follow That's me, That's really all it was at the you, end of the day. If you follow hey, look, me, I can turn into a dragon. How about you follow me? Maybe I'll teach you. Yeah, like it's really creepy when you think about it that way. But Maleficent is really creepy. Yes. All right. The other one was uh, the next one. Sorry, we're on 26 out of 30. We need to keep moving. Yeah. Um, which we're gonna go back to other things here soon too. Uh, but why is Alice a princess of heart? Um. In all honesty, because, like, who else were they going to choose? I mean, yeah, they could have chosen Pocahontas. Um, and, and the thing is, like, if you look at some of them, like, Alice is royalty. Yeah. You know that from, um, you know that from the second Alice in Wonderland, mo- well, from the, the reboot of the movies, she has some nobility or something like that in England. But it's also in the book. But it's, yeah. And it's also, like, it's just, it's in the book that she is this way. But it's also... They, the reason they chose certain, I feel like the reason they chose certain movies is because of the worlds that they exemplified too. Well, I was going to say, think about th- going these to are, some of the worlds. Like, I was going to say these are the classics. They are, they are classics. That's very true. These are all the classics. Um, you know, having Snow White, Belle, mm. Cinderella, um, Sleeping Beauty, Jasmine, and Alice. Mm-hmm. Those were like the first six, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, there was also Jane in uh, Tarzan, but he she was never. She was not a princess she, of heart. There's uh, Ariel. She was also not a princess. Of, no, I thought she was. She's not a princess of heart. Mm. No, those are the six, and Kyrie was the seventh. Yeah, no, but yeah. she should have been. I, I, I also agree, but she was not. I would that's say one of the ones we get messed up all the time. Yeah. Um, and so that's the thing. Like, it's like I also like how they like she also wasn't portrayed as pure in heart. In fact, she could be seen as. Uh, mischievous at best or mischievous i'm just like 13 year old thank you for that part we're forgetting kids ages the other thing is she was on trial for doing nothing she was trying to defend herself yeah 13 year old actually fits for alice yeah and she was trying to defend herself yeah in a court that had no proper way to go about it. She was just kind of thrust into the situation, and it's like, what do you do? Uh, yeah. Clarify Look. myself? <laughs> YOLO. Yeah. Anyway. No, it's not the rest of the series. We haven't gotten there yet. We haven't. <laughs> Number 25. Why exactly did Sora's Keyblade vanish? <sighs> okay. <laughs> so apparently because we can't, we can't keep track of story lore. And how it works. Because Riku says this specifically as Sora loses his Keyblade. Um, that was meant for me. Yep. I really should only have to say that sentence, but I'll expand on it a little bit more. Now you see, Terra was uh, Terra gave the passing of the Keyblade on to Riku back in Birth by Sleep. Um, this is for for Kingdom Hearts buffs. We know this to be very true. Um. But uh, nobody actually ever gave Sora a Keyblade. Nobody ever did. No one did, and we found this out recently because... We, uh, we found it out very... Well, I mean, it's very similar. known. We always said he got the Keyblade, he had the power to wield the Keyblade because Ventus was in him. Yes. That's what we had always said. And so we are like, okay, well, that just that explains that. Um, the thing is, nobody ever handed him a Keyblade. He should have never had one, except for the fact that 
as Riku, as the world was in need and Riku would have gotten the Keyblade to fight back the darkness, mm-hmm. he himself fell to darkness. Yes. And because of that, they went to the next purest heart, which happened to be Ven's heart and Sora. Yep. So Sora had Riku's Keyblade. Now, over that point in time, the Keyblade did find itself to say that Sora is worthy over their adventure and when they get to Holobastion and when he finally realizes that it's about his friendship and all this stuff and it's not about how he had this power and now he doesn't have it anymore when he realizes that and goes through that thick skull of his he gets his keyblade back because everything was sitting in there and everything like that and I also like because it's like but none of these have been confirmed as to the reason why Sora lost his keyblade literally it said in there that Riku was the one chosen so therefore that's why Sora lost it Yep. There's no like it's like there are arguments that it's because Riku's heart was stronger. No. It's because it was Riku's. The keyblade that was there was Riku's. It was supposed to be Riku's, and because Ansem the Seeker of Darkness, who is Xehanort, who is also another Keyblade Master, had control over him at the time, it was easy for him to take that keyblade. Also the fact that you can look at your 13-year-old friend and say, I hate you, and it devastates them. By the way, did we mention that they're in high school? I'm getting a little rowdy on this one. It's starting to get to the point where I'm like, you're expecting 13-year-olds to act as you at 20-something. Oh, don't worry. The next couple ones, you're not going to like either. We're very nitpicky. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to put these two together. 24 and 23 is basically how could the rafts carry them? And these supplies are are pitiful because how are they going to leave the island? Note they were trying to leave the world. That was my first thing that was a problem with both of these. Was it was like you're like you're you're leaving you're leaving the entire world. There is a mainland that we know of, mm-hmm. um, but they're planning on leaving the world, and so it's like you're like, well, they should also, know the world's geography, but also they should know to over prepare. They're thirteen. Also, let me make one comment. In KH1, when you're on Destiny Isles and you look out, you don't see any other land. Like, no matter where you go on the island, you can't see land elsewhere. But in KH2, in the ending, um, Kyrie is looking towards the island and um, yeah. uh, uh, looking towards it. So it's it's close, but it's not like days out no it's not it, it's the island is not i don't know it comes down to me sitting here being like so you mean you expect these 13 14 year olds to have massive rational thought also this island was just basically their play area it was it was a play area we, we, we never saw by the adults for them yeah we never saw adults so you could say they're orphanized but then again there's no beds yeah, they're not orphanized. There's there's boats showing that hey, people have come and gone from here. Sora has a mother that you see on the night before he disappears. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't see her, but you hear her. Yeah, like there there's a I'd lot. I'd like of... to see him go back to his mom. By the way, like I feel like I don't know how it's gonna work out. Technically, I mean. Because there was a point in time where he was gone for like two years. Yeah. Now, note his mom didn't remember him for most of that time, but that's another story for another day. Yeah. Um, because we could actually get back to it. So, all right. <laughs> Twenty-two. Dude, Riku these, finally these, learns to be prepared. These articles now, I want are you so to bad. Understand the picture they chose and why they're saying this is because Riku has a briefcase on him, and then they're also going to say he's prepared, but he's not prepared enough because he only has a briefcase. Now, this is when he got his new clothing in Kingdom Hearts three. Yep. 
And I want you to understand that, yeah, this is this was like about this is from the trailers and stuff like that, and they're talking about this from the trailers and everything. But like, <sighs> it's like three years between one and three. And then then they're also like he was he was incredibly ill prepared for that raft trip that never happened. So he got himself a briefcase. No, he doesn't even use the briefcase. Not to mention, there's nothing to say that they don't have multiple copies of the same clothing. Or that there's something magical about the clothing. Nah. Like, there's just so many things that... I, I gotta move on. I gotta <laughs> move on. Anyway, what exactly is Kingdom Hearts? To be fair, this is actually a decent question. This is the first decent question, because even it, though it's explained in every single one of the games. It's explained in every single one of the games, but it's also different in most of them. Well, and it's, oh, it's different for, because Kingdom Hearts is basically God. Yeah, it's different for what people want to use it for. Yeah. But it's never it's, clarified it's like, that it's used for it's everything. Like taking the Ark of the Covenant. I was going to say uh, the Holy Grail. Or the Holy Grail. Both both of which are holy relics. Yes. And it's taking them to use them for their own means. The Holy Don't... Grail specifically to be used as a ter- thing for immortality um, and to healing. And then the Ark of the Covenant used as a weapon. Um, if we're going with Indiana Jones, but <laughs> you're about to make a Monty Python reference. I was. Yen said it's Tim the Enchanter. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's a great image. Anyway, so going off of this fact real quick, Kingdom Hearts is basically like a tool. It It is a overpowered thing that is used for multiple reasons. In Kingdom Hearts 1, um... It was going to be used to give ultimate power to Ansem the Seeker of Darkness so he could drop every world into darkness. Yep. Kingdom Hearts 2, it was to give nobodies a heart. Yep. To help make them feel. Awesome. And Kingdom Hearts 3, it was a reset button. Mm-hmm. So just to understand, it isn't one thing. It doesn't do one thing. It is so overpowered and complex that it outweighs the feeble mind that wrote something to ask what is this ultimate being it's like asking what the spaghetti monster does now which one are we talking about the one in the sky the one that people treat as a god There's we're two. moving on we had this article in physics the other day oh god all right the next thing is okay so where are the union leaders? I'm sorry. I feel like this is another one of those. If you can keep track of continuity throughout the game, you'll understand that they all died in the Great Keyblade War that happened. Um, but apparently not. So the thing is, uh, they recently bought the copy of the game that includes back cover. Which means they didn't have it before this. Which is oof. Uh, and they wanted to catch up on everything, so they ended up trick. watching the movie. It was decent enough, but something made no sense as to why the master wouldn't tell everyone the roles they were given to each union leader, because that was the point. It was, this is your role, focus on your role. Don't focus on everybody else's role. There's also a traitor, and we don't know who that is. Well, at the, the master time. of masters knew who it was, but at the same point in time, he's like, I can't change how destiny is going to act. Rather than throw everyone into panic and turmoil, let's just work with what we have and go from there. Exactly. Um, so the thing is, it's just sitting there and it's like, we don't know where they are. They all died. And at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, where it does say, hopefully we'll learn something by the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. All we learn is that they can be pulled from their timeline to our world, from their world to ours, which is a parallel universe. 
So where are they? One, they're in a different universe. Two, they all they all died because of the Keyblade War. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that that one's so hard to keep up with the fact that they died. It's the fact that we don't see them dying. But we don't have to see them dying to know that they died. Yeah. They're I, not around. We were told that this was before the Keyblade War. I didn't even watch back cover, and I know this. I watched back cover. Then again, I didn't do anything on 2.8. I like Alright, so send your mother a postcard to the next one. I'm skipping this because literally, come on, like... You're, first, you're saying it's been three or four years since the beginning of the first game. Yes. Now, note only two of those years did Sora have no contact with his family because at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, which was about two, year, two years after the end of 1, which the end of 1, his mother was in darkness, so therefore she would not know that he was gone. In Chain of Memories, that would be a time where his mother was worrying, and that took about a couple months and then a year or so passed, you know, everything said and done, we get to two. By the end of two, it's been about maybe a year and a half, two years. Sora's back home. Presumably. Presu- well, no, he he's back at Destiny yeah. Island. It's the end of it. At the end of that game, he is at Destiny Island. I, at that point in time, I think he can kind of explain everything that happened to his mom and his mom, who forgot about him for two years. As far as we know. Well, everybody did. Anybody that had connections to Sora... Forgot who he was. That's true, because of... Um, because of Namine. Yep. Chain of Memories. So, at that point in time, if anything, she's finally remembered him, and then it's been like another two weeks after she's remembered him, and he's home. The timeline, and I didn't realize that I was going to have to go through it in this video, this right now, mm-hmm. but the timeline, honestly, he was only gone for his mother for about three weeks. Yes. Maybe a little bit longer, but, like, she remembered him at the beginning of 2, and 2, you know, they say that these games only take about a week or two weeks to, of in-game time to go through, um, where it takes us, yes, 40 hours, but, like, it's only, like, a week or two to go through, so, like, he has not been gone that long. The biggest leap of time is between 1 and 2, when... Everybody that knew him forgot who he was as he tried to find his way back home. So, like, where you say that you can't imagine the grief and everything like that, like, yeah, he's only been gone, though, like, three weeks. I understand, yes, being a mother, I'd still be upset. But, like, at the end of two, he can come home and explain everything that's happened. Or attempt to. Or attempt to. So, I don't know. That's just me. He was not gone for three to four years, though. I just want to say that one out. He's been home since the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, and then maybe there's another year. There's only like three years between all the games. He's seven. He's 17, and he was 13 or 14 at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts. Yep. So three to four years throughout the entire series, and he's been home since the end of 2. And he was 15 at the end of 2. So he's been home for two years. Getting on that uh, education, although no, he still he doesn't, doesn't, even though he doesn't know how to phone. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he do, he doesn't go to school because he's going and getting trained. Like that's the thing. Like he's getting anyway. homeschooled by Yen Sid, right? And that's even the even worse. <laughs> anyway, Tim the Enchanter, no, eighteen. How was Nominee born again? There's this thing called called plot continuity. Um, and of course, I'm not an English person, so I can't give you better descriptions than this, other than just to say the fact of. Kyrie lost when Kyrie's heart was separated from Sora and actually when it was separated from her body in the first place to go to Sora's 
Namine was created. That's it. You and your you in this article say it's pretty cleared out. Once a person has their heart released, it's a, a heartless is required for a nobody's birth. Okay. Well, just because they didn't let her body fall to darkness because it was an empty vessel doesn't mean that she wasn't turned into a heartless being. Yeah. Now, I'm saying, you know, we don't have the rest of the princesses of heart that did this, but the rest of the princesses of heart could have also had nobodies, but did not have notable nobodies. Yeah. Which is also possible. The other thing is, when Sora released her heart from him, he could have been, that could have caused the creation of Naminé, because he turned into the Heartless. So there's... Uh, in all honesty, that's probably what it was, because when he released all the hearts from his body doing that, releasing her heart and a couple of the others, and turned himself into a Heartless by that, he released her heart, creating her nobody, as well as creating... His nobody. Now, sure, there's no black and white. This is what happened, but there's so many things that support. Yes. Support it could being multiple things other than I just don't know. I give up. Yes. The next question, which I don't understand this one at at like all. Well, I mean, to be fair, I didn't know this one either. <laughs> well, it wasn't no, until one, you worded one, this, it. Well, this one, it's like this one. They're like, where are all those keychains stored? Because to me, I thought the it... keyblade and keychain—that's that's something that I agree on with this person. They understand that yes, every keychain gets attached onto the kingdom key and thus turns and gets better boost or whatever to uh, more support how Sora does these things. But to completely understand, he has this giant ship. True. Not to mention, how hard is it to put a keychain on your belt loop? Just because we don't see it. Have you seen how many belts that boy has? He doesn't have that many. He's not Leon. You're right. But he still had like six or seven belt loops. Like, well, he had loops, like six or seven loops, dippers. yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, I'm just saying, if we look at all the belts that some of these characters have in the first place, um, this is just, I don't know, this is crazy. Hey, we know, we all, we both you and I know who has the most belts out of anything, anyone. Yu Gi Oh! Yes, so many. Yu Gi Oh! is not Disney. <laughs> anyway, where these keychains, at the end of the day, these keychains, like, the special keychains and stuff like that, like, I don't know. It's one of those things of, he like, he's going to put them in the ship. And I know they're like, well, how's he going to put them in the gummy ship? Like, they're keychains. He attaches them to the keyblade. It's also that the, was the way that I always understood it. It's also the fact that he just materializes it in front of him. Yeah, like, he can have it move at any point in time to materialize the problem, as can any keyblade master. Which means that there's got to be some other void or whatever, or realm of light... That holds on to it, but nope. that would make too much sense for the game. Yeah. So that being said, let's move it on. It can't be a realm of light. It's a realm of library. I want you to know we're, at, the 40, we're at forty-two minutes and we're not even halfway through. Uh, it's so okay. how do letters so reach? Don't matter. How do uh, letters reach other worlds? I, <sighs> Nitpicky. Look, it's this magic. Like, and I know they're like perhaps Mickey uses his magic, but they don't explain it. But then at that same point in time, he's like, but if they're using magic, why have a written letter? Cause it's like, it's a, it's a bottle. It's one of those things of like a note in a Message bottle always, a bottle. always finds its way quote unquote to who it's supposed to go to. And that's, it's literally just, that's like lore behind a note in a bottle. Um, next mystery of Yin said, I don't know what mystery there is here. 
They're just like, how did he come up? Where does he come from? Well, I know Mr. Disney here backwards. Literally, he's in the Sorcerer's... He is the Sorcerer from the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Like, yeah. How do you think Mickey learned how to be a Keyblade Master? Oh, he learned from Yen Sid. Okay, well, that's covered up in Birth by Sleep, but why did he learn under Yen Sid? Because he was the Sorcerer's apprentice. apprentice. They just made a massive callback to the 1940s, uh, 1950s. And we're like, hey, by the way, we're going to do this. And so I don't really don't know where that one was confused. Um, all right. Riku's strange outfit and attitude change. So we're going to have another talk about character development real quick. I will say outfit. There is a good reason to say for outfit attitude changes. No. The outfit, they started wearing the organization stuff so they wouldn't be found. Like, they yeah. were trying to hide. That's, yeah. all, that's why they wore them. Now, Mickey's make no sense because you still see his ears, but I think that was just part of the funny, you know, at the end of the day. But um, the thing with Riku with his with his attitude change was, like, he defeated the darkness inside of him, was scared that the darkness was still there, turned into Ansem because of the lingering darkness that was there, and then basically had to wait until the acceptance of Sora to realize that everything was going to be okay and he turned back to normal because Sora's heart is literally like a magic eraser that just cleanses people from these like past sins and stuff his attitude never changed in a lossy and more just matured i was gonna say if anything he just matured imagine that high schoolers maturing you don't you don't uh kill doesn't see it that often but it does happen you know i totally didn't watch my freshmen this year completely stop being the little monsters they were to turn into actually being reasonable you know, parts of society this year over six months. Nah. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, an unknown destination. This is okay. This is the realm of darkness. I'm moving on. <laughs> Why didn't Mickey check on Kyrie? He didn't know her. He was some random. So this, they're like, oh, well, haha! I found this girl radiant garden and I helped her. I should follow her around the rest of the world like a creepy stalker. Already got what is wrong it. with you? Like, why would he check on her? He knows nothing about her. And the only reason we know it's Kyrie because the big, the biggest thing is birth by sleep. Sure, you see her at the well, end that's of the thing. This says, oh, he's the one that Mickey's the one who helped escort Kyrie away from the Radiant Gardens during birth by sleep. But so I mean, is it's Aqua. Like, yeah, but so is, yeah, and so is Aqua. But it's like sitting there going, why didn't Mickey check on her? Mickey doesn't know that she had any significance. Why, why does she matter? He has his own people he has to take care of. There's also the... He has his wife. He has his court. He has stuff he also has to take care of on his journeys. So why does he have to go check on a little girl that he knows nothing about other than the fact of, hey, she's here. I'm going to help save her because it's in a convenient factor. He didn't know. Literally, it was... It was this is the plot. I'm helping getting her out. That was it. There, there's also the fact of while this whole thing is going on you're with aqua um mickey's taking care of unverse that's going on behind and aqua bends down and says i feel like you're going to be strong one day and gives basically passes on the keyblade on to Kyrie. Mm-hmm. mickey turns around and is like what's going on is everything okay he's oblivious to everything that's going on and then continues back to what he's doing because at the time mickey is still an apprentice he's not a keyblade master during birth by sleep the only one that's keyblade master is aqua yep. but anyway so I don't know. Actually, play the games. That's my 
Smaya. Yeah, even if you don't pay attention to cutscenes, you can. You still need to pay up. attention to the cutscenes. Like, even if you don't pay attention to the cutscenes, you should be able to figure most of this you, out. There's something okay, that you, you can pick up. Okay, the next one. What's with all the Sora clones? Okay. Also, I want to go on the fact of their picture shows, Shion, Roxas, Ven, um, Venetus, and Sora. I want you to know that only two of those are clones of Sora, because Ventus has his. Not only does Ventus yeah. have his own character model. And Roxas is just Sora with Ven's hair on it. They proved that one from Kingdom Hearts 3. They looked at the character models and did that. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but Vanitas and Ventus were created separately. And the reason that Roxas looks the way he does is because of... <gasps> you guessed it. Ventus being in his heart. So I'm going to go with my best quote that I've ever had happen on my entire streaming career. To wrap this one up. Sora's heart is a whore. Awesome. Thank you. Welcome to my <laughs> TED Talk. All right, Lee's storyline seems like fan service. Right, I also, I never got this far into the article because I couldn't stand it. I don't know what these questions are going to be. Lee's storyline seems like fan service. Um, why is Lee a thing? I'm moving on. Yeah. Like, literally, I know you haven't played Kingdom Hearts 3 by this point in time, but play Days. Like, just play Days. At the end of Days, everybody was like, what's going on with Axel? Why is Axel this way? Uh, he seemed kind of cool and... and Code it in uh in um calm, but why is he this way in days? What's changed him? Who was he before this? Why is he connected to these people this way? All these were days, raised from days. days Go play days. Move on with your life. Thank you. Days explains a lot of stuff about the organization. Yes, and if you don't does. know that, I would say definitely either go play it if you can get a physical copy. Otherwise, look up a story, like a, a scenario, a summary. A synopsis of it. Of it. Like, like, it's super on. It's important. in a movie. It's only three hours. If you've already bought the complete collection or you bought 2.8, you probably have 1.5 and 2.5. It's in there. Honestly, I'd rather play the game than watch it. I but... still watched it. It was a nice three hours. I watched it back in college when <sighs> uh, 2.5 originally came out. It was nice. It wasn't great. I mm -hmm. would have preferred to replay it, but I didn't have a copy. Mm -hmm. It worked. Fair. Um, speaking of the Organization 13 members, we need more information on them. I, Go play I days. Know. Go play days. Go play days. Read the Zane or uh, read the um, Zemnis reports mm -hmm. from two. From two. And then I, I mean I can't I have I'm trying to cut out the parts of Kingdom Hearts three that have to do with all this. Yeah. But literally, it's like just. Play days. They they talk about them in days. What's the deal with world borders? What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do we really have to explain that these movies are different and they don't exist in the same universe? And so thus, Square Enix pulling them all into the same universe has to separate them in some way, shape, or form. Just like saying that Mexican culture and American culture aren't the same thing. So that's where we have our border because they've been created on two different social aspects. What? Basically, for those that don't understand everything I just said, things are different, so they're separate there. It's like understanding why countries have borders. Nani? Anyway, that's probably a rant I didn't need to go into, but I did. <laughs> How can Roxas ever come back? I'm not answering that. That was answered in Kingdom Hearts 3. Go play it. Why are Sora's feet so giant? It was a nod to the fact that Mickey Mouse had giant shoes. Go, uh, if you love the game, then you'd already know this little piece of lore of why Nomura did it. He did it as a nod back to, uh, Mickey Mouse's shoes back when Mickey Mouse was first started. Mm hmm Uh, Roxas and Ventus look too identical. No, I can't say that word, Sherlock. Um, it's because, <laughs> uh, to revisit quote number one on my chat, 
um, Sora's heart is a whore, and so at the end of Birth by Sleep, when Ven's heart goes into Sora, uh, which all of us knew at the end of that game, even when I was in high school, we re figured that one out. Um, and so, for that fact, that's why that Roxas looks like Ven, is because he took attributes from that other heart that was in Sora's body. Awesome, thank you. Welcome to my TED Talk for the fifth time. What if a Keyblade wielder doesn't want to fight? Then they don't. <laughs> I don't know what you want from that one. Um, why don't certain characters know what? each other? Uh, because I... Oh my gosh. This is getting into the fact of why don't different Final Fantasy characters know each other. And it's because they don't interact. And they don't have any memory from their home world because their home world's been destroyed. And between a lot of the, the Final Fantasy games are different timelines. Sure, it's the same world, but like some things are super far into the future and others are super far into the past. Right? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm... The issues of time travel <sighs> answered in three. <laughs> Literally, this is talking about how can how can these people travel through time? Uh, Xehanort has time magic. Time magic is a thing in the game, which was in Birth by Sleep very much seen that only Keyblade Masters really have access to learning it in the first place and thus have the access of wielding it. Now, if they do wield this type of magic, lots of bad things can happen, so they have to be prepared for the uh, paradoxes that are going to involve and everything like that. So thus, if somebody happens to die or whatnot, they will be sent back to their timeline. Last one. <laughs> I knew you would get uh, worked up over this article. I don't even want to read the last one. If nobody's had no feelings, why do they show them? Because they have feelings. Just because they were told they don't have feelings, it's because Xemnas doesn't have a heart. It's because they weren't nobodies to begin with. They, they were people. have memories. They're locked in their body. They remember these things. They remember feelings. It's like me telling you to stop talking, but you remember how nice it was to talk to people. Hey, why don't you talk to me anymore? Because we just don't talk anymore. Message don't talk in anymore. a bottle. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the fact of it's like these people, not to mention, Axel started to develop a heart. He started to regain his heart at the end of days. That's why he got mad about Roxas. Roxas is confused because confusion isn't an emotion. It's a fact of when you don't have knowledge on a subject, you get confused. <clears throat> I live in a state of confusion. Much like my state of insanity. I just, I sit here and I read this article and I just want to understand what was going through your head. Did you play the games? Like, are you one of those people that you love the game, but you don't really love it enough because it was on so many different platforms that you're like, I don't care enough to go actually find the story two weeks after release? Because it was all over this. It was all over everywhere on the internet. Every single game within two weeks after yeah, it like, release. Even if you didn't have the chance to play the game, there were still if you if you knew you couldn't play it and you wanted to know about it, you could look it up. Anyway, I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna connect this article. You got way too worked up over not, this. Yeah, I really did. I'm not gonna connect this article because I don't want anybody to listen to this and be like, go and hate on this person. That's not the point of it. Um, that's not why we did this, right? Like, that's not that's not why this was done at all. We felt like this was a very outlandish article. We wanted to go over it, and we wanted to talk about why we think it's so silly. So we did. Um, now, that all being said, it's just, it is what it is. The person, I'd love to sit there and talk to you. This was written in February. It was written almost a month ago for us. Um, 
it was written almost a month ago, which was after the KH, or sorry, it was published a month ago. Um, almost, it was like four, like two or three weeks after Kingdom Hearts three was done. I don't know. I had Kingdom Hearts three beaten within two weeks of it coming out, and any of these that were questions that I would have had before it were answered. Um, but all of these questions are answerable. Um, a couple of them are answered in the question itself. Yes, like nominee. Yeah, like how was Nominate created? She would have had somebody would have had to turn into a nobody. Okay, well, yes, it was never told to us this is why she was created, but I mean only because Kyrie's heart was tossed around like a sack of lunch at lunchtime. Honestly, I would say this article would make a lot more sense if you just state how old they were in the beginning of one and how old they are in three. That yeah, would make all of these. I think Sora more. was fourteen at the beginning of one. I believe so. Riku was fifteen and Kyrie was fourteen. And uh, at the end of three, Kyrie and Sora are seventeen, and Riku is eighteen. Mm-hmm. I know Riku is eighteen at the end of three, and there's three years between the between one through three. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Look, at the end of the day, I could probably keep going on and on, and I really like. I don't mean any ill. I want you guys to understand. We don't mean any ill will towards the author. This is completely about their article and nothing about them. I'm sure they're a very great person and awesome bully for them. Uh, but the article was stuff that, like, I feel like it's one of those things of, and I, I watched somebody do this with a, a DBZ article. They're like, I feel like this article, they were trying to be nitpicky to be nitpicky to have more stuff. Um, there's probably only about 10 things on this list that were actually worth being on this list. Things that you should have asked would have been better of uh, why does No Name have the ability to see the future, even though that's still even explained in back cover um, because of the Master of Masters' eyes. But No Name would have been a cool thing of how did Xehanort get No Name? We actually don't know that one. That would have been a cool thing. That, that would have been something that's uh, nitpicky that makes no sense. How did he end up with like this amazing Keyblade? Uh, some other great things would have been like how did uh, Riku get out of the door to darkness? The realm of darkness for the first time that made no sense he just appeared in castle oblivion well it, and that one's takes a little bit of more theory crafting but it's because it was the land of departure uh so you know there's there's other things that could have been asked that make more sense than you being like why does sora have so many clones well to give you the truth two of them existed before sora was even born because sora was three during four. Birth, well, he was four during birth by sleep. Yeah, four. And he's... Rock and Ventus was like thirteen. Yeah. So, it, I could go on and on, and it, it was nice to get a nice little rant from Screen Rant. But that all being said, I don't have much more I'd like to say on the matter. It's just probably going to make me salty. <laughs> also, I it, Sora is four years old during birth by sleep. Ten year. A 10-year gap, so he's 14, 14 in KH1. One. He's 15, 15 during Chain and 2. Yeah, Chain and 2. Um, And he is 16 during... No, he, yeah, he's 16 during 3. Okay, I thought he ended up being 17 during 3. No, but uh, Riku, made more sense. Riku is 18 during 3. Riku's two years older than him. He's only a year older than him, though, in, in 1. Well, then it's, it's like how their birthdays. It's say. it's the way the birthdays are set. Yeah, so he's about to turn seventeen. Yeah. Okay. So close enough to being seventeen, which means that I'm just going to throw out last little note on this. If my freshman can mature within three to four months and understand a lot of different things about the world, I'm pretty sure over, you know, the course of three years, four years, um, almost almost four years, 
almost three years, I guess, actually. Uh, also being thrown as to being the savior of the universe three times. Um, I'm pretty sure that our characters here can also mature just very much similarly. Message in a bottle. That all being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this nice little rant we had. Um, I'm not going to be including the article in the show notes. If you guys want to find it, go find it on your own, but I'm not going to give What's any possible sense of artillery on this person. Um, I don't really, you know, that's just me personally. I'm not really trying to show off the article. Uh, I think Sando understands why and whatnot. We just don't want people to go and hate on it. We just wanted to hate on the article, not the person. So I don't, I'm worried that people would go hate on the person. Um, but that all being said, um, if you want to get in touch with us for anything, whether it be questions on, uh, say, hey, you saw something and you want us to go over it, or you want our opinions on stuff, you can follow Kill over on um, Twitter at Mind of Kill. Yep, Mind of Kill One L. And you can follow me over on Twitter at Sando One Five Three. Kill totally did not have to sign that at me because I am good with my. Put up the amount of numbers to make him know his own name. No, totally not. I'm good with that. All right. Anyway, uh, hit us up on Twitter. Join the Discord if you guys want to. Uh, we'd love to talk with you guys. Love to theorycraft or hear some more stuff from you guys. Or come by stream. Come by stream. Uh, Kilohms. K i l o h m z. We talk about Kingdom Hearts every Saturday um, for at least an hour. Sometimes we switch games. Sometimes we don't. With that all being said, we hope you guys have a great day. Stay awesome and do great things. We'll see you guys next time. Adios. See ya.